Hello and welcome to episode 72 of How About This? We're still reminiscing! <laughs> it's back-to-back reminiscence. Oh my gosh, 72! I know a number fact, I've got a number fact. Okay. Year I was born. Oh, not in 72 in Australia. Shabang! Karma Connell. Yes, what happened in Australia in 1972? Well, not that, because I was born in England. Oh, oh that's so you right. don't make it. So I don't even make it into you're our an, facts. You're an alien. Yeah, I am, I am. Uh, yeah. We don't need number facts, let's just keep in the reminiscing vibe. Can, right. we, can we explain how we got into this episode? We, in the last episode, Jason goes, we'll continue this in the next episode. Didn't even stop recording. We paused for two seconds and then he just started the next episode. Yeah. We, we have never been more back-to-back than we are right now. So, yeah. so seamless. So we're, so we're going, if you heard the last episode, uh, we were reminiscing. Please go back and listen to it. We're going to continue reminiscing uh, now for uh, the next little bit. Because yep. we got so much positive feedback about that episode. Yes, yes. So much. That we people finished, loved people, it. That we finished it. seven seconds ago. Well, I figured we've, we've got 12 questions here. We'd only been through two of them yeah uh, and uh we were already so, at an hour so why not keep going we're not even gonna waste time on number facts uh mainly because again there is no international dialing code uh, for uh 72 also right. the munich olympic games that's what i'll say that's where those people where the people got held hostage and shot and stuff we're wasting valuable reminiscence all right no that's just that's the biggest thing that happened that year it's also the number of hours in three days guys okay great 72 yeah, yeah it is. so we just powered through 72 <laughs> awesome right then um, uh, also, uh, we've got uh, coming up. You've got one more week now <laughs> to to get our theme songs together. Get your theme songs together and send them through. Oh, yeah. Reminiscing questions go. Uh, all right. So where are we Move up to? On. We just Vicky. Had... Oh, now she had a correction on her name. Oh yeah, Vicky. Because uh, uh, apologies to Vicky again. A, f- a few episodes back, I panicked uh, in the middle of her surname because, as Carl pointed out, we've got uh, our friend Vicky Kiriakakis. And we've got our friend Tanya Kiriaku. And halfway yeah. through saying Kiriakakis, I, I panicked. I couldn't remember how to say her name. I got the two names mixed up and I just sort of mumbled my way through. I balls it up. And then I just was unable, uh, unable to even figure out what her name really yeah. was. But the way you just said it means that I've been saying it wrong as well. Because I was saying Kiriakakis, but it's Kiriak. Um, you just said it differently. <laughs> Kiriakakis. Kiriakakis. Yeah, I think I was saying something different to that. Kiriakakis. 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 Move on. Move on. Abort. Abort. We're trying to apologize. And now we're fucked up more. Abort. When's dismissmas? Yeah, we will have to apologize. Yeah, because I do feel like I probably. If anyone's bowled it up, it's me. Okay. Thank God. In, and it, it makes even more sense for me to be, while apologising for saying her name wrong, I say I continue to say it wrong. <laughs> um, again, massive apologies um, to Vicky <laughs> Kiriakakis yeah. and Tanya Karakaku. Karakaku. Um, uh, all of you. So uh, Vicky asks a few questions here. Yeah. Uh, what is your first story slash movie loves? Well, mine's well documented, Star Wars. Yep. Mine, mine would be a movie called Tut and Tuttle that I saw when I was a kid, which is about a kid who goes back in time and, and has to work with King Tut, who's a boy as well. It's <laughs> just like save, save Egypt from something. I can't remember. But I remember just being profoundly affected by it. Yeah, yeah. It was like a 70s movie or something right, right. that I saw when I was probably about eight or something. And yep. it just like had a major... Like I wanted to be an archaeologist already because of dinosaurs. And then I realized watching that film that that was all part of archaeology as well. And it was like, oh my God, this is... Yeah. That and then Razor Lost Ark. Yeah. Which I saw when I was 
eight or nine, and it terrified the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, it, was, well, it would be full on for that someone first that age. section as well. Yeah, yeah, like it's just nonstop scrapes, yeah, and fucking awful things happening, and all that sort of stuff, and the spikes through the head. And yeah, yeah. Whoa, man, that was terrifying. Yeah, but awesome, like just. Poor. I loved all that sci-fi, like Star Star Wars, The Last Starfighter, Explorers, mm. um, like all that kind of you know yeah. scrappy youth getting you know zapped off into space. Yeah, oh, that yes. was my formative Last kind of. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, the first movie I remember really loving and being intrigued by, I saw when I was quite young, and I, uh, it was a movie. I couldn't tell you what it's called. Uh, should do my research, but it involved little metal balls from outer space. Does that ring a bell for anyone? Metal it's a balls. movie about. Uh, is it? Is it called Zillions? Possibly. I Googles. I read, um, a, I read a book like something like that where they. There's little metal trilli- balls from outer space that come to Earth or something. And uh, I've got no idea what the movie was called, but I remember watching it and just being absolutely uh, right. enthralled by these little metal balls and their, the hijinks that they got up to. Wow. Uh, I remember seeing Peter Pan, and that was the first movie that made me cry. I remember watching it, the Disney one, going to the toilet, crying, coming out, my mum going, what happened? And I said, Scott hit me. <laughs> and he got in fucking shitloads of trouble. Because well, you didn't want to admit, didn't want to admit, that, admit you that you were crying over a movie. movie yeah. oh, no, no, oh. you did not cry in my house. Um, but the first movie I remember that gave me massive... Surge of um, emotions. Phantasm? That, that's probably it. No, that's a horror movie. Right. Yeah, no, I'm trying to find no, out. That's, I think that's Phantasmagoria. Um, no, no, Phantasm is like this silver ball that goes around and does weird things. Yeah, and stuff, like okay. And right. creepy dude owns it or something. Oh, maybe that's what I watched. Maybe, <laughs> I, was maybe I accidentally watched yeah. it. I did see Evil Dead when I was like um, 10. The first movie that had me yelling and cheering and going crazy was Rocky Two. Glitter ball? Okay. Glitter ball? Possibly. I'll tell you, nothing you say is going to uh, make a me go. An yeah. alien that looks like a small silver ball lands in England and befriends, is befriended by young boys. They feed it and assist it in its quest to return home. That could be it. Oh, that could be nice. it. So maybe, ball. Yeah, maybe it's just one silver ball, and but they join up with all the other silver balls at yeah, the end. Who knows? Anyway. Um, but yes, um, Rocky Two had me cheering. Like when yeah. They, yeah, the end of that movie, when uh, it was like, which one of them is going to stand up first? Spoilers. Um, <laughs> I was out of it. And I remember that was, that was the first time I think I was fully emotionally engaged in a film. Right. Um, and then the first film that I truly, truly, truly loved was The Princess Bride. And I didn't uh, see that until I was about okay. 14, 15. But oh, that was right. the first That's one I was jump. like, I love everything about that film. So, right. Yeah. yeah. E.T., like, my whole family came out of that bawling. Yeah. Like, my mum, my brother, my sister and me. Like, we came out and that was like 81, I reckon. Yeah. And we were just, like, fucking broken. <laughs> it was so sad. Family needed to go to a gravesite <gasps> just to mourn. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh. And books, I don't know. I can't remember the very first sort of... My mum had this, like, we had this Reader's Digest fairy tale book that was fairy tales from all over the world and stuff. Yeah. And it had awesome pictures in it and just cool fairy tales. I like, sucked at reading as a kid. Like, a, a, a lot of the reading I did as a kid was movie adaptation books. Yeah, like, yeah. I read war games yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> and so I, I, I would read, but, yeah. I, I, you know, there'd be familiar stories and there wasn't much of a kind of extended universe. and I didn't have enough money for comics and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but I, I would read, but it'd it'd be like books of, of yeah. the movie or kind I of feel attached. Like we, to we have discussed this in a, in a much earlier podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember um, my biggest thing growing up was just choose your own adventures. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think yeah. we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, because yeah. I love those books as well. Um, so oh, but on ET, speaking of ET, yeah. um, have you read that fan theory that ET is a Jedi? No. 
because there's um there's all this um stuff about how ET the ET characters appear in Phantom Menace, I think, in the Senate. Yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah, ETs. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And I was saying, and that's why ET can make them like the bikes fly. Right. Like, he's actually, Jedi powers. He's actually, he's actually a Jedi. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the only thing I like about that Phantom Menace movie now. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a cool. whole in-depth theory about that. Wow. It, all, it all makes good sense to me. Yeah, and Darth <laughs> Maul. I like Darth Maul in that movie. Except he, except he, he didn't have anything except, to do. Yeah, he didn't have anything to do. Yeah. He hangs um, around for the whole film and then does something at the <laughs> end. Uh, all right, uh, what you wanted to be when you grew up. When you grew up. Also from Vicky Krakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
uh, or year 11, no, year 10, when a student teacher came from uh, Rusden and taught us and explained that he was doing like studying drama at university. I right. didn't even know you could study drama at university. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, oh, wow. And so I was like, oh. And, and, and since that moment, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just do that. Um, and that's what I did. Nice. Nice. So maybe I did know what I wanted and to be all along. I just didn't Rusden. realize it was a Two. thing. And yeah, I, also, yeah, I ended up going to the university that he went to. And kids say stuff. And I don't like I was an archaeologist because I love dinosaurs and things like that. But the actual reality of it, I had no idea about it. Yeah, yeah you, you know, don't. about fucking, you know, sifting through like thirty centimeter by thirty centimeter thing with a toothbrush yeah. Yeah. for days. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. I no think, way. I think you'd <laughs> like that. I think you'd like that car. No, God no. It's quiet. No, in yeah. the fucking desert in the se- you know, I'd I, you know, sure, I'd be an archaeologist in England and go dig up Roman pots or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's cool climate archaeologists. Yeah, you yeah. could specialize in cool, cooler climates. That could be my thing. Fuck yeah, that's, yeah. it's not too late. Uh, yeah, uh, grab me a toothbrush. Along, <laughs> just uh, getting away from Vicky, she's got a few more questions here. But yep. uh, along those lines of uh, you know becoming an entertainer and stuff like that, uh, there's a couple of questions here. One from James Martin saying, uh, "When was your first time on stage?" James and Martin. Uh, mine was kindergarten when we did yeah. a we did a nativity play was, at the end the of the year. When's the first time when you realised? Hang on, uh, this is something. Yeah, uh, like this is something. Uh, was it kindergarten? No, but what do you mean? I mean, I did that. Like, yeah, did, we all like, kind of did. I'm assuming the three of us were like, like that. were the class clowns, and we did yeah. drama in school, like in grade six. You know, like I always get lead. Roles, I didn't but do drama. Never think anything about it. Yeah, mm. I didn't do drama for a long time because I went to tech schools right. that didn't have drama. You could have started um, drama clubs. You could have been the pioneer. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know. I was just the idiot you'd clown. Been, you'd have been nice. Got in lots of fights. You started the hammer throwing club and <laughs> until I got kicked out of every tech school there, and then I went to a high school and started doing drama because. Girl, as you do. So, what do you mean by your when you said when you like? like so, when moment, you're on stage going, "This is awesome," or I think I could do this for my life. Or? Uh, no, the moment where you kind of switched on and just went, "Hang on, I like." I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I like. Oh, I'm okay. like doing this. Uh, for me, it was year ten when we did our school play. Yeah, we did. We did fucking Shakespeare for some reason, which all the audience, kids and parents, like parents included, just staring dumbfaced at the audience, mouths agape, like. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like they didn't know Shakespeare or understand it, but yeah. it was Midsummer Night Dream, and I was one of the workmen. Yeah. Classic uh, comedy. And I was the I was Thisbe. Mechanicals. So I got to dress up as the woman in the pl- thing. That is so funny. You yeah. want to be the, the star? Wall? Yeah, yeah. You want to be a star in a school play? Dress up as a lady when you're a boy. Yeah. 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 Everyone thought it was the shit, and I was like milking it. I didn't yeah. know what milking was until my drama teacher said, "You're really milking it." I was like, "Am I in trouble?" <laughs> he's like, "No, that's a good thing." And like, you know, I had, I wasn't on stage that much, but I fucking stole my moments. And then I was like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah. yeah. I'm having awesome time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was the same. But my first kind of moment was I was improvising. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Jeff Payne, who uh, ah. I had the pleasure of working with a lot as an adult. Uh, as a young man who was Dr. Clive. Dr. Clive on Neighbours. Neighbours at the time. Uh, came out to teach some theatre sports workshops at my school. Nice. And I just started at this, at this school and it was the first time I was doing drama. And every report I had up to that point of all the schools I got kicked out of was, Jason's a clown, an idiot. He'll never get anywhere. He doesn't pay attention. But I'd never done drama before and I took to it like a duck to water. Yeah. Uh, and then so Jeff came out and taught us some basic impro workshops. And uh, I, rem- I still remember the first time I got up in front of, you know, friends and family at the impro night. Wow. And, uh, and just did, uh, started a scene 
with what I thought was just kind of the normal amount of commitment and everyone was just like, wow, like just <laughs> transported and I still remember it to this day. Um, the so, power of theatre. Yeah, and so that, that for me was the kind of switch like, ah, oh, okay, I can do this and I can affect people. And and, um, I, and I reckon that's the difference in school between the guy, the guys and the girls that are good at drama and not is that it's just commitment. Yeah. yeah like, because yeah. it's like, I, I remember doing that as well. You just do it. Yeah. Do it properly. Yeah. And everyone hard. else is like, everyone else is feeling stupid so they don't commit to it and then they feel stupid because yeah. they're not committing to it. Absolutely. It's like, this is so easy. And you that's gotta... still the battle in high schools yeah, yeah, for drama, yeah. like to this day. But yeah, so that was the moment for me. I think it was year nine mm. uh, or thereabouts. And uh, yeah, so it's always a pleasure when I get to improvise with Jeff as an adult, because mm. uh, he was the one who kind of turned the light on for me. And he's fucking hilarious. He is a great improviser. Yeah, so I was good. like, in, in primary school, they, they mounted huge-scale musical productions uh, for right. some reason, like, but only f- only for the the latter end. Like The little kids couldn't go in it. So the senior students in primary school could go in these big, and it was like massive scale, like they did Oliver one year. Wow. And then when I was in grade six, they did Spiwa. Which was a Aussie? It's an Aussie musical. Spiwa, yeah, Spiwa's full of um. And I played. Full I got of casual a, racism. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played an Aboriginal. <laughs> oh. I played an Aboriginal character. Oh Jesus! Because I had brown skin, so oh, I got to be the course, Aboriginal. Of course. But um, wow, and his Rob name was Yari. Of your- Yari the Aboriginal, um, who who you know sang songs about um the Dreamtime. Yeah. And um and and I got to sing two songs, and and I was in lots of scenes, and I felt like and. Play, being in that show, I felt like I really was really good at acting and yeah. like right and like being on stage. And I thought I love this. And so ever since yeah, from being from doing that show, like and then I went to high school, which also had big musical productions. Yeah, and I was, yeah. all, I was just like, all I wanted to do was audition for the musicals and get in yeah. the get in the big productions and do the do the shows. Um, because of the big show that I did in grade six, where I got to play Yari the Aboriginal. Wow, nice. and I still remember the songs I sang long, long ago in the days they call the dream time. <laughs> That's good. And I was just saying, ain't gonna rain no more, no more. Ain't gonna rain no more. <laughs> it's the Western Aboriginal. <laughs> yeah, right. The hoedown. Uh, wow. Um, and that started me. That's uh, that gave me the bug. Yeah. All right. I did two plays in grade six as well, but it was class plays. Like all the the three grade six classes had to put on two plays in the year, and mm. I got to be the lead in both of those. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It sounds like that was more like an epiphany, which I think I had in year ten, like yeah. years later, because I did those, and I was, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" and then cheering, and it was really nice. But I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until sort of later on where I was like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome." My <laughs> teachers wrote uh, their own musical and put like popular popular music in, and nice. and I say popular music with inverted air quotes <laughs> because it was their music. But, yeah. So I was in a musical in the western suburbs of Melbourne. As the lead singing Morrissey songs. Oh my god, like, that's awesome! Heaven knows I'm miserable now. Oh my now. god, that's so cool! <laughs> and all that stuff. It's like Hunters and Collectors and Morrissey, and because my drama teachers were cool drama right. teachers, yeah, yeah, and and so yeah, they wrote their own show, uh, and uh, they cast me in the lead of it. But then yeah, here I am in the Western suburbs of Melbourne singing Heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> I was awesome. looking for a job and then I found a job. <laughs> and yeah. heaven knows I'm miserable now. So my brown skin actually forged my acting career for the first, really? the first, the first four productions I was in. I think uh, the, my first one in grade six, I was the Aboriginal Yari. God. Then in year seven, I played Fizzy in Bugsy Malone, who's the African American janitor. The cleaner. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got some good stuff to uh, do there. Year eight, I played um, the. The Polynesian plant the plantation oh, owner's son uh, in um, <laughs> South, South Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then I, 
And then I took a year off. I took a year off from the place because I was like, oh, I just need a break. From I'm getting typecast. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to reinvent what myself. What sort of ethnic will I play yeah. now? I'm going to stay inside and never get any sun. <laughs> but they did Annie that year, so I totally would have been Punjab. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been Punjab all day. Oh, God. The mystical Indian housekeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no doubt. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I had to, my, my brown skin to thank for a lot of my artistic yeah. endeavours. Wow. Nice. And a follow-on question from Jason Raul. When were your first paid gigs do you remember oh shit yeah, the first one I can remember was with you doing maybe Peter Pan on the Pollywood side oh uh, yeah the, the first, oh my god that's that... the first thing I can proper gig that I can remember getting paid for to be an actor in yeah like, like we were in second third year of uni at the time and then we did it like a yeah like a, a, a pantomime a pantomime at uh, Hollywood side. That it was, was the, the worst. biggest scam thing of all. Ah, time. It was the worst. It was the dodgiest producer yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the hottest days. Yeah. And the longest hours. And no shade. Like the outside yeah. stuff in forty degree stuff with no shade. Yeah. Like uh, we couldn't perform on the Hollywood side. Yeah. We uh, performed near the Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Near it. Weren't you uh, guys basically improving the script and stuff? I can't remember. It was so long ago. Like, uh, really, there was, a, no, there, there was a script. script right. There was sections where you could, you know, you could muck around. You could actually yeah. try Pure, and make like a, like a pantomime. Make it good. Yeah. <laughs> you try and make it good. Yeah, it was good so fun, that was, was we're just, at uni. It was in the middle of summer, and it was a stinking hot summer as yeah. well. Yeah, I remember baking. coming to see it. Just yeah, so and the kids hot. would just be sitting. Like, it was in an old boat shed, which are no longer there. There oh, yeah. actually, there might be a couple, but they're groovy cafes. Real estate. Yeah, uh, and yeah. uh, and but at the time they were old dilapidated boat sheds with shit everywhere, like pigeon shit just piled up in piles, and they just cover those with rubber mats and go. Uh, you can sit on the high bit over here <laughs> for the God. kids who can't see. It, yeah, it was it was crazy, uh, and that was our first real connection with the artist union as well. Because oh yeah, because he was a dodgy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> right. and they ended up going to Actors Equity. Yeah, nice. he, he didn't pay us enough, and we ended up no. getting more money. But then you got you got to work with him again. Somehow, again. somehow we, he got uh, mad at everyone except for you. Oh, that's right. Uh, and, yeah, and did you went back and did another pantomime with him and Dip, Robert Dipper at a medic? Jack yeah, and the Beanstalk right. or something? Yeah, it was Jack and the Beanstalk. You telling me that Dipper's ringing you, panicked, going, "You gotta help me!" You gotta oh, yeah. help me. <laughs> like dude, Dipper was like, oh, yeah, he's like, I can't remember my lines. I'm like, don't worry, Dipper, we'll just make it up as we go. <laughs> and then he would go on insane tangents <laughs> on the stage <laughs> and everyone was just looking at each other going what the fuck is he doing and yeah. I'd have to like go back and but I'd never been I'd never been picked up by one by one arm before <laughs> and Dipper picked me up by the belt on on stage with one arm and wow. I was like fucking hell man <laughs> this dude is strong wow and uh, but yeah I mean he was still kind of in his prime there yeah yeah um yeah but yeah that I mean that was a nightmare as well for a bunch of different reasons but yeah I was sharing it I was still doing uni and sharing a dressing room with Dipper <laughs> who was shitting himself <laughs> absolutely <laughs> shitting himself uh mine does modeling count oh <laughs> what? What <laughs> secrets? Secret modeling past. <laughs> he, is a, oh he is a good-looking man. He's a great-looking man. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't have. I think in the mid '90s, I think I was in you know just out, and one of the people there was organising something for the fashion festival, like the Melbourne Fashion Festival, Spring Fashion Week. Yeah, yeah, for that. Wow. And so I got to kind of walk down the runway with no. like all the like attractive model ladies, oh. like, um, and just kind of 
wear clothes and walk down the thing, wow. but also hold lights. Like I was kind of like a tech model slash <laughs> I don't know. Model. No, I think, no, but it was part of the thing. Like I got to walk down and stuff, but at other times I had to catch lights and shine on the audience and shine on the ladies and then shine on myself. And like, wow. I, don't know, I don't know. So I got paid for that, which was pretty cool. That's wow. But, I, but weirdly, I was in on the whole, like it was my movement teacher from uni like dance teacher and she really liked me like was you know she was and she was super cool she, really, she thought you were really a model liked you. <laughs> she <laughs> really liked you you could be a part time model um, <laughs> but I got to be on the whole process like when they were vetting the models like the models had to come and audition right. for this thing they had and to so parade in front of you and you well, gave them a yay or nay I was sitting at the table with her and she's like and she's sort of going you know and she's talking about why she thinks this one and why not this one it's like well, I don't know what's going on and you're just but going, it's fucking awesome swing swing, <laughs> swing. and she was and she was kind of looking at like kind of like supermodel ones like where they're almost you know where they've got something weird about them right right but that just makes them even like kind of crazier yeah yeah you know well yeah it was it was a bizarre time modeling gig yeah mcconnell's done it all oh, it's pretty good it's, it's, it pretty, it's one of my better jobs yeah i've, I've had some pretty shit jobs. <laughs> you, should, you should have pursued that no oh god no he's terrible you're too good looking for improv <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old yeah, now. I'd be like a dad in a cat. No, but see, I was young and boyish then. And now Fox. I'm just old and boyish. Silver Fox models are—they're everywhere. Are they? I'm not silvery enough yet. You, you could, could fake be. it. I could fake it. I yeah. yeah. Just put some lemon juice in your hair. Go in the sun. It's easy to add grey. Yeah. That's true. It's the other way. It's harder. Hard to take it away. All right, okay. Hard to take it away. The future is Carl. (laughs) So I think that was my first. Nice. Well, that's a nice stream of questions. What else have we got here from Peeps? Anything you want to go into? Let's see. Uh, First kisses. First kisses. First kisses. There's a, uh, I think that's from from Vicky as well. Uh, so that's a two-part question. First quiz, kisses. Okay. Is that, uh, so let's go with that, and then we'll answer the second part. Okay. Uh, first kisses uh, also has an extension on it from Matt Powell. That's it. I can't see that. Uh, saying, yes, Rick and Carl, the first time you kissed Jason and kissed each other. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, uh, first kisses. Uh, mine was, gee, I must have been in about, oh, it wasn't until I was in about year eight, maybe. Yeah, year eight, I reckon. And so, what was that? 12, 12 13? I was, yeah. I was right. about yeah, yeah, 13. Because it was New Year's Eve, year eight. New Year's Eve? Yeah, going into year nine. So, yeah, because I was, I, was, I was pretty short. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I reckon I was about that. About, so, I was about 13 years old. And uh, New Year's Eve, and there was a, a girl that we'd sort of, I don't know what we what what was did the back ga- then. What, what was the gathering? Was it family, friends, or church it was, group? Or? It was because. T- my parents were religious. We had the church thing. So it was a church gathering. Oh. Um, but the, yeah, so. It's a preacher's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no. Rick, Rick's very own footloose. I've got to go with the tractor, I can organize. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing so exciting as that. No, it was just the all the the young people from the church were a pretty tight-knit group. And one of the girls there, we'd been sort of paired up for a little while in a in a not doing anything kind of way. Right, right. Um, but maybe we should do something kind of way. Yeah. And yeah. it came to a head on New Year's Eve with, um, you know, truth or dares and all of that stuff. Oh, truth or dares. It's like, you two go up the back there and bloody well kiss. And so yeah. we did and it was fucking awful. Oh, oh, no. I had no, I was, I don't know what I did. It was, I was so, 
I was I was so nervous. Wow. I was shitting myself. <laughs> Absolutely shitting myself. I don't think I've ever been more nervous about anything in my life. Yeah. Uh, than that first kiss. Um, um, but we got it over with. Um, I think she had a plate as well. And oh, so, oh God. Something weird happened with her plate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go well. Yeah. And I, I, I remember even after it happened, I could not, I could not put my finger on the, what actually happened like wow. right. it was a blur wow it actually went by in a blur and i was like ah oh, something happened i don't think it was very good wow uh, that did not go well let us never speak of this again whoa um but that was my first kiss it was wow. an absolute fucking debacle nice wow a new year's eve tragedy it was wow Mine and, and did you, you you guys didn't keep hooking up or anything after that? Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. Just she couldn't get past that. No, no, couldn't get past that. And then her family moved moved away. Oh, so that's uh, death. Couldn't, couldn't at that, at that stage. That's death to yeah. any relationship. Yeah. Um, mine was Rebecca McBean. There's a there's a good name. McBean. Uh, when I was in grade three. Yep. Now this isn't like a pash sort of kiss. This is more like a a pluck. Yeah, yeah. We're talking tongues. No, no. This because this was this was meaningful. So it was like my first proper kiss. All right. So and it, then, in, in your mind, it counts. Yeah, yeah. In your totally heart, counts, it yeah. counts. Because she, like in grade three, it was still kind of that ooh girl germs and all that sort of stuff. And she was, like, we were really good friends, like really close. And and I felt you know more about her than I did other friends and all that sort of stuff. And you know, I had a massive crush on her. Looking back on it, I didn't yeah. know at the time and stuff. And I remember inviting her to my birthday party, and the guys are like, Are "You inviting Rebecca McBean to your party?" Like <laughs> getting all shitty and stuff. And, idiot. What? Ugh. Um. And then one day, my brother was best friends with her brother. So, Dallas McBean. Dallas, Dallas McBean. Yeah, he's best friends. So, one day, I don't know how it happened. We had this, like, play date. We never what? did this. So, my mum goes to their house, takes us to their house, and her and her mum just hang out Drinking. the whole day. Right. The, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> from the morning, like, we got there at, like, nine, and we were there, like, for dinner. Right. So, I had this whole day, like... Perfect day with Rebecca McBean. Rebecca McBean. It's the greatest thing ever. The greatest day. <laughs> That's not where the kiss happened though. <laughs> then we then we were at school and a couple what of What did you do in the perfect day? Oh, just we were we on the swings, out. we talked, oh. we went for walks down the street, holding jokes, hands, holding hands. kids' things and stuff. I don't know. I don't Started, think so. Agreed to have a war with the other couple. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, like got joined forces against the like yeah. my brother and the friend and her brother sort of thing. And all, yeah. You know, awesome stuff. Finger knitted, and then <laughs> good shit, man. Use their bug catcher, to catch some Christmas beetles. Set ants on fire with a magnifying glass. <laughs> it's the fucking best. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, we're at school, and she comes up and she goes, "I'm moving to Queensland tomorrow." Oh, and I was like. What? Uh, and that was the last day she was at school. See, if you weren't married, you would be using Facebook right now to look up. People do that. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This they is the go perfect back and example. Find their childhood sweethearts. I remember that perfect day. That and perfect day with fuck. Rebecca McBean. What's yeah. she doing now? Oh, she's recently divorced. <laughs> oh, is she? She's still in Queensland. She's in Melbourne. <laughs> um, I'm going to Google her right now. But Rebecca <laughs> McBean. <laughs> and so. Um, so she, le- so we're both like crying because we're such good friends and have these weird because you're in love and we're totally in love. Yeah. Um. And so that's when we kissed. Like we had this hug and a kiss, and then oh. she left, and then she was gone. Oh. Except. Yeah. Two years later, yeah. Her and her brother turn up at our school because they've come down to Melbourne for a holiday, and they just turn up, and suddenly the fucking word gets out around school that Rebecca McBean's there, and people know, so they're like coming up to me and stuff, and like Rebecca McBean's here, and there was a certain, and more people kept coming up and telling me, Shit. and at a certain the point on. there was a tipping point, and I don't know what happened, but I ended up just running with like all these kids chasing me, going, "Go and see Rebecca McBean," and they're all chasing me around the school, and then those kids, there are kids standing, seeing these kids running, chasing me, and they're like. 
let's fucking join in. And at a certain point, there's like a hundred kids chasing me around the school. And I've like, I've never been so fast in my whole, not since and not before that. I was like, and I was. In his, in, his, in his athletic career, it's much oh pointed out that he only ever got the encouragement awards. Is that Rebecca McBee? She had blue eyes and she had blonde hair. Jason has just brought up a picture of a Rebecca, Rebecca McBean on face, uh, from Facebook. Oh my God, that could be her. <laughs> could be Re- <laughs> we might have found Rebecca McBean. Oh my God, that's so weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's, that's uh, not did cool. I, hey, did I tell you guys I'm back on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're chasing me and I'm like running through because I'm not flat across the over because they're going to get caught. So I'm like dodging yeah, between yeah. trees and over fence and all this sort of stuff. And at a certain point, all the jo- I was in grade five, the grade sixes joined in and one kid just was like, let's just spread out and form a chain. And then they just slowly closed in and wedged me up against the fence and I, like, I had nowhere to go. And then they grabbed me and they just walked me over to her. <laughs> And they're like, and so they just sort of threw us together, and I was like, "Hey!" And she's kind of all kind of "Hey!" And she was kind of a bit aloof and a bit talking a bit snobby about how because cool Queensland was. Well, oh, that's the thing. There's like a hundred people in a circle around us kiss, watching kiss, us. Kiss, kiss, yeah. kiss. But, and because it was so awkward and so weird, because everyone's watching us, stuff, we were like, uh, uh, "That is weird." Then everyone just dissipated. Yeah, good. And then we were kind of started talking, yeah. and then we started, and then, then it had the greatest afternoon ever. And then it was the best time <laughs> ever. But it wasn't that. It was probably about half an hour, and it was like, you know, it was like yesterday sort of thing. And we just picked it up and stuff. And it again, we cried and kissed, and she went off, and I never wow. saw her again. Oh. Rebecca oh. McBreen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say that you've ruined your life by not being with Rebecca McBreen. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps no. <laughs> I was eight or nine, and then eleven. Wow! I didn't have much money to get to Queensland. Yes. Yeah, so wow. That's my story. Wow. I'm just, I'm 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 full of um. I'm full. I'm full. Of, I can't. I can't put my finger on what the emotion is. It was. It's, it's like angst, but not. That's not melancholy. The word I'm for. Melancholy. Yeah. yeah. I'm full of melancholy for young Carl McConnell. <sighs> wow. Don't worry, because in that same year, Vicky, someone. Kiriakis. <laughs> Who was like three years older than me was friends with my parents, and she's like, "Let's play doctors and nurses." And I'm like, "What?" And then we're, she's passing me, and I was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> and that was but your she first was no time. Rebecca McBean. That was my first proper proper tangy kiss. kiss. Yeah, she yeah. was like in grade six, and I was in grade three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the real world. Yeah. I had a cup. I had a couple of like primary school like romancy type things right. where you know like you ripped. Uh, like I ripped a sultana packet that had like a guy in a, a saucy little, minx. like a little uh, guy and girl cartoon packet on, and I would t- take the girl home and give it. Uh, I think Kim was the name. Give her the other half, and right. then we'd be primary school married. I think there was a couple of like <laughs> little little like pecs there that were not like uh, you know just kind of uh, primary school kind of kisses, yeah. but none of them left uh, left a a. a um, uh, uh, any sort of, I went to tech schools as well. Any right. sort of lasting memory, yeah. Um, but I went to tech schools as well, which were largely guys, and there are a few girls. And I was managed. I managed to befriend girls really easily. But yeah, it was hard to shift to romance style. Class, and if you're the also, class clown, I think that's. Yeah. I reckon that's the same for all of us. Yeah. It's yeah. like easy oh, to make friends. You're so cool to hang around with. Carl. It's like, yeah, I just yeah. want to kiss you yeah. and touch your boobs. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, you I just can't make that transition. It's really hard. Yeah. Not with jokes. I, I no. also, I also had a, uh, uh, I also had a, like a horrible tendency to just bat well out of my league <laughs> when, I was, when I was in high school. Like I was a, a cool kid, and I, you know, I did okay. Permed mullet, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. uh, but it wasn't until I was around about 13, 14 as well uh, when I was in the Air Force Cadets. Yeah, yeah. man and, in and, uniform. And, yeah, and doing all that sort of stuff, and so. <laughs> You'd meet, uh, you'd go on Air Force camps and, oh, uh, and a hot bed of sin. Oh my god, it really was. Oh, it really was. Missiles firing, and <laughs> code red, oh, heat seeker. So I, I'd managed to uh, again win people's affection uh, through comedy, uh, and, and when and, and that's when I first developed the. The thing that we lovingly call the kook, ah, the which kook. is you know a disarming thing when I when I realised that I could be friend uh, girls really easy, but then try like uh, using humour to kind of it's the sexier version of the class clown. Yeah, 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 the kook. yeah. yeah. It the allows kook. you to it's transition a, from one to the other. Yeah. There's a charm that comes yeah. comes to it as well. There's a sexy edge. Yeah. To and your, so your humour. And also, because most teenage boys are fucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, girls cling to that. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you're actually nice. And so in true Gary style, amazing. I was batting well out of my league uh, with an older girl who was much more experienced than I was. Hello. And uh, all the older guys were like into her, but Gary had a coot going on. And uh, by the end of the camp, like because there was a social at the end of the camp, uh, at, you know, disco night, then uh, we went into, you know, into the corner and uh, Geary was just Geary's dance card was full all the older guys are like Former what the fuck what the fuck what's that I'm, guy got the I stole, I stole first guys like I just <laughs> slid in and uh, and yeah and so she kind of took me off the dance floor over to a dark corner and I was like okay what's happening right now <laughs> and uh, and we just started kissing and she <sighs> banged straight away on me tongue straight in and oh. I was like this is how this works then. <laughs> All right. So my first kind of real kiss was just like full on pash. Did you see the curvature of the earth? It was, <laughs> it was insane. And so, um, I, and it wasn't much later that that transitioned into into losing my virginity. Wow, it's a slippery slope to the same person. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't much later that kiss. night. She groomed you. She <laughs> was <laughs> like, I'm gonna. He's gonna be all right. Yeah. I'm gonna get him prepped. Three days it took. Wow. To go from that to that. Yep. Oh from my kiss. God. You went from first to fucking outer space. Close that deal. <laughs> that Whoa. Is, that is a fast that is a fast transition. That's a fast yeah. transition. From first kiss to first everything. Oh yeah. God. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. I was I, it was out of my control, guys. <laughs> I was hey, wow. I was just saying you yes. You can't stop momentum. No. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's and, the way uh, it's heading. That's the way it's heading. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was my that was my first What happens uh, on Air Force Camp stays on Air Force Camp yeah. until it appears on podcast. I just remember <laughs> I just remember running home. Like I was just like pants <laughs> around his ankles. <laughs> Did you freeze frame and punch the air at one yep. point? Yeah. Nice, awesome. But yeah, it was uh, it was a fast, crazy thing. And then we were, uh, uh, we were. She lived in Geelong, uh, and then we were together for like a month. And then it all became too hard, and that was it. Done. Uh, what long distance? Yeah, long uh. distance. Western suburbs of Melbourne to Geelong when That's you're 14 true. You years go, old. It'd be, it'd be closer hard. to go from St. Albans to... But you can't do that because there's it's no hard. transport like that. So, yeah. So, uh, it didn't last too long. But, yeah, that was that was my first crazy kiss, kiss times. Nice. It was uh, well out of my control. Someone wants to know marriage proposals. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, this is probably best for you two because you're married. Yeah. RB's not married, but you've been with your... You, are you engaged, though? 
Oh, no, we did have a marriage we proposal because we were briefly engaged before. Well, yeah. Uh, so I guess I do have a marriage proposal story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my marriage proposal story, it was very lame and probably befitting the fact that we weren't really into the idea because we weren't, as a couple, we weren't actually ever keen on getting married. Married. The idea of marriage was never something that appealed to us. Yeah. But we'd been through this, uh, we'd been talking about how as a, as a culture and as a, Generation, our generation got a, has gotten rid of a lot of its rituals mm. and hadn't replaced them with anything. And we've been talking about how these rituals served a purpose. So, getting married, you know, the idea of marriage is out, you know, for us was outdated and, and um, didn't work and we weren't interested in it. But the idea of this public proclamation of your love and letting your family and friends know that you're committed to yeah. each other, uh, whereas, you know, we tend to just now, if you're not into getting married, you just, you move in together, you have kids yeah. and there's none of this, there's no ritual to it. Mm. It just is people slowly start to figure, oh, well, they've been together for a while now, they're going to stay together. And we thought, well, it'd be nice to have some sort of ritual to celebrate the fact that we are committing to each other. So what? how do we go about that? And so... We sort of agreed to. I ended up proposing to her on that basis that we're not going to get married, married, but we want to have some sort of ritual. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this was after we'd had kids. We'd had Bonnie, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think the marriage proposal was pretty lame. Um, it was, I think, on maybe her birthday. Um, I sent. I Bonnie had just learned to talk, and I. I taught her to say, will you marry daddy or something like that. Yeah. And I sent her in there with the ring. Uh, and was, she, so she woke her up and said, yeah, you know, will you marry daddy? And it was meant to be cute, but I don't think she pronounced very well. But Bridget didn't really hear what she said. She's like, what? What are you talking about? Bonnie swallowed the ring. Yeah. <laughs> we had to wait for her to shit it out. It was pretty much summed up here. Um, anyway, so... and. So we, we were engaged for a little while and it was one of those things where we would we, you know, we'd tell our parents, oh yeah, we, we're, we're engaged to get married and they're like, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't really picture us getting married. Yeah, right. We were, yeah. Um, and we were engaged for a while and it just sort of petered out. And what happened was she had an engagement ring that I'd, that I'd bought. She'd lost it once. at a, um, We had a birthday party at our house and she'd taken it off and she'd lost the ring. I went and bought her another ring and then we went to um, Paris for a holiday one time, our first big overseas trip. We went to Paris and yeah. we were having a delightful time. And she, she doesn't sleep in her rings, so she took them off and we've been eating raspberries, as you do. Right. Um, and there was a raspberry container by the side of the bed. She took her rings off and she thought, you know, I'll put them in the raspberry, empty raspberry packet. That'll, oh, no. keep, that'll keep them safe so I won't knock them off on the floor in the middle right. of the night or whatever. Um, I'll, they'll be in the container. And so she put them in there and you then forgot walk. about them. in the, And then in the morning, we went out to get coffee and croissants or whatever that you do in Paris. I got cleaned. The cleaners came in. Oh, no. Oh! She threw away the old uh, raspberry packet. Um, oh, my God. And it had the engagement ring and a ring that her nan had given her. Oh, no. Oh, um, shit. And her nan had died since, yeah. since oh, then. So, that's um, shit. so what we had to do is we had to go down to the desk. Uh, I spoke very little French. I right. studied, you know, I'd done a Michel Thomas yeah, 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 course yeah. in French so I could it's sort of do the basics. For me that way. Um, so I had to go and explain, we've lost these rings, the cleaner, I don't know, if the, did the cleaner hand anything in? No. Where are the bins? This was on my birthday. <laughs> oh no. This is my birthday in Paris. We've oh, been planning to go to the Eiffel Tower at night time yeah. for my birthday. Yeah. This is when we realised the rings, the rings had gone. <sighs> we figured out what had happened to them on my birthday uh, um, in the evening. So we go, where are the bins? So we had to go into the basement of the hotel, into this huge, um, like big green bin. Like skip? Like not a skip. No, more like the big rubbish bins we have in the front of our houses now. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Um, there was maybe two of them down there. And um, we had to just fish through. We're fishing oh. through. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what you realize quite quickly in a hotel is that most people are there to have lots of sex. Oh, oh God. And those bins... Oh, my God. Those bins are full oh. of the remnants of those activities. Oh, <laughs> shit. Fuck. That's crap. Um, but oh, <laughs> food and condoms is what, oh. those, are, is what those bins were full Used of. Used condoms. Um, and so on my birthday in Paris, we are searching through hideous bins looking for rings. Bridget had to ended up just going fuck it and like putting her hands right down in the bottom into just liquid oh mass. God. Just oh going, God. I don't even know what it is, whatever, and fishing oh. around trying to find these rings. And she finally pulled out. She found her nan's. Oh my God! Ring Seriously? Right in the bottom. She pulled it out. She goes, I found my nan's ring. Oh she found God. it, but we couldn't find the engagement ring. And we figured, oh well. That's kind of a thing because by that time we're also like I don't think we're actually even gonna ever bother doing this because also by that time society had changed a bit had gotten really conservative we'd gotten right. right into the Howard years okay right um and society had gotten really conservative and there'd been a the, the backlash against feminism and and right. all that stuff had really started to take a hold people were the idea of getting married even from a ritual point of view yeah really rankled against us okay. pers- us personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we were like, actually, this is probably a really good sign that we're just going to let this whole thing go. Um, and the fact that our parents just like never even mentioned it probably <laughs> meant that it was never going <laughs> to... We were just right. like, are you guys ever going to... Nah, they didn't care. Um, and so that was the story of my uh, uh, proposal. Nice. Wow. <laughs> subsequent of, lack of marriage. In terms of finding a, a, a ring out of the two... That's yeah, probably she found the, the right ring. That's probably the more... Centim- you yeah. know, that has some kind of yeah. value to yeah. it. And, but I think wow. she ended up wearing that ring on a tram, and she went to get off the tram, and it oh, got no. hooked on. It got hooked on something on the tram, getting out, and nearly ripped her finger yeah. off. You know that oh, ring thing that yep. happens. But it, it, the ring broke before her uh, finger Jeez. snapped. So oh, wow. in the end, I mean, the rings are shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't, yeah, no, I don't wear my ring because of that as well. Because my stepdad, and just in case Rebecca McBean ever yeah. shows up, Rebecca <laughs> McBean. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so long ago. Um, <laughs> but my stepdad used to tell me stories because he was a plumber and he'd work on building sites and stuff of guys just getting things. He never wore any jewellery. Yeah. A lot of tradies would wear their rings on a necklace yeah. sort of thing because they just, fingers get caught. Yeah. And machinery and fucking hands. Oh, no. Yep, nah. Uh, proposals. But let's hear some proposals that ended up in actual marriage. Okay. Uh, go. Yeah, I'll go. Um so I can't remember what year it was. I know I got married in 2005. So I know we were heading towards a year because I proposed on the 26th on Boxing Day. Um, and I, can't, I think it was 2004. But then whatever it was, the next year was a year where the woman could ask the guy. And so, Because <laughs> that's a thing. Well, apparently it is in tradition and stuff like that. And it was like, well, I want to ask. Uh, you know, if we're going to do it, I want to do it traditionally. So I Because I, I think ask. all that year she'd been threatening you. Yes, yeah, like I'm gonna ask you. I will ask you. If you don't ask me, I'm gonna ask you next year, and then yeah. it'll be me that proposed to you. Yeah, and, and that's gonna weigh on your mind. Yeah, because if it's like, well, if we're gonna get married, that's pretty traditional. So let's do it traditionally. You want to be? I a, will be the one that asks. Yeah. So, the on Christmas Day, Miriam's mum comes to our house. This one in Yarraville, um, and I tell her because she doesn't see her dad much. Uh, so I'm like, you know. Can I, do I have the permission to ask? You know, I'd like to ask Miriam yeah. to marry me. And she's like, she just fucking starts bawling her eyes out. And Miriam's like in the next room. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. You're going to fucking wreck so it. So you have to smother with a pillow. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. kill her. Yeah, yeah, just kill her. 
<laughs> and so then she's kind of wiping tears away and oh, stuff. And then Maria walks in. And it's like, what's the matter? Your mum had then, a heart attack. She yeah. died. I'm yeah. sorry. It's so I just, sorry. I'm sorry. So I just sorry. I kicked her in the guts accidentally. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. But, but I've got a question for you. Yeah. And so the next day, so this, this is Christmas Day. And so the next day, it's like, right. So I bought the ring and I bought this antique ring mm. and cost like, lot for my for me at that yeah. time, lots of money. And it was uh, your mum's her mum's funeral now because she died. So. From me kicking yeah. in the stomach. Yeah. 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 Um, Perfect timing. And so I, I hid it between the mattress and the thing that goes under the mattress, the bed base. Yeah. On the bed on my yeah. side. And so I'm lying the there. Porn the porn slot. The what? The porn slot. When you were a kid. That's where Jason kept all his porn. That's oh, right. Kept, that's in, he kept it in your mattress. <laughs> right. That's why I slept so terribly. I'm like the princess in the pea. Did, Did you ever have, have a, like a porn magazine princess when you were a kid? Porn. Did you have it between no, your mattress? No, I didn't. Bullshit. My brother had them. Okay. So he I knew just, Taekwondo. Yeah. So he just went up to the shop guy. I was like, I know Taekwondo. He's like, just take whatever you want. And I had, I had a religious upbringing. So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even think about it because God would know. Yeah. Um, no so, wonder you went from kissing to sex in three days. <laughs> You've done your training. <laughs> so <laughs> You've done I'm your lying, research. I'm lying in bed and I put this thing there the night before and I'm lying there and she's kind of waking up. It's like, okay, I'm going to do it. Sorry, I moved away from the mic. I'm going to do it now. So I reach my hand down to try and get it, but I'm lying in a spot where I can't, I can't bend my arm enough to get oh. it. Like it's in this really awkward position and I'm like starting to shake with strain, like going, <laughs> trying to get my hand around the door. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. I'm just shitting myself. Yeah. And so I'm trying to grab it, trying to grab it. And then she's like, she got on me and we start having sex. <laughs> And I'm like, and you're I'm ruining like, it. You're I'm, ruining it. I'm trying to get the ring. I can't get the ring. And we're naked now. And we're lying there trying to get this ring out. And we're having sex and stuff. And then we finish sex. And I'm like, all right. Um, okay. I'm gonna go to the toilet. So I go to the toilet. And, you and then put it on your flaccid member. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then. So she goes to the toilet. I was like, fuck it. So I get it out and I pull it out. What of, the ring? Yeah. I get oh the, right. Yeah. No, I pulled out her. <laughs> Uh, so I, I pull the ring out and I put it under my pillow. And so right. I lie back there and it's like, I can Didn't get Didn't you there learn easy. anything? I can get there easy. Um, and then I'm lying. I can't remember what happened, but I, I, I ended up on... Oh, oh, no, I used to sleep on the other side of the bed. That's why. So I put it under the bed and I'm lying there and she lies down on my arm. Oh. So my arm's pinned. It's like she didn't want to get married. <laughs> so my arm is pinned down. I'm like trying to... I'm just, Again, like her head's on there. I'm trying to reach under the pillow to get it. <laughs> And then I finally got my hand on it and then I can't do anything because she's lying on my and I was like, fuck. So I have to roll over on top of her and she's like, oh. You have go- sex again. <laughs> God damn it. But like, and she's like, oh, and I'm oh, trying well, to right, cuddling then, her and kind of kissing her while I'm trying to grab the ring and yeah. I managed to grab it and I, and I kind of roll back over. I'm lying there and I put it on my chest and I open it. And you look over, she's asleep. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I said, will you marry me? And she's like, she just hits me. And she's like, don't, like, it's not funny and stuff. And I was like, no, no, I'm serious. And she's like, she didn't believe me. And the ring's sitting there on my chest, open. And it's oh. like, oh. And then I was like, oh my God, this is going horribly. I should, I'm starting to panic. And then I was just like, look down. And she looks down and she's like, oh my God. And then that was all great and crying oh. and tears and we got married and stuff. But in terms of losing rings and stuff, yeah. we later that year, we went to Europe. Yep. And the ring, it's like a gypsy set. So it's got like a ruby in so the middle. So you stole it, that yeah, means. totally. And then either side, it's got these like um, little seed pearls, like these tiny yeah. little pearls sort of thing. It's antique. So they, they're just sort of pinned in really lightly. Yeah. They're not glued in. Poorly made. So we are in, we're at, uh, we're in Rome. We're at the Colosseum. Ah, oh, Rome. She leans over and she's looking over and stuff. And then she leans back and she goes, oh, fuck, one of the pearls just fell out. Oh, no. So it's, there's a pearl, which is kind of nice. Somewhere in, in the Rome. Colosseum. In the Colosseum. Oh, yeah. Colosseum. yeah. 
But then she's at we're staying in London in Walthamstow. Oh, uh, in like which is where East Seventeen come from. Yeah, they do. That's it's the, the worst of the stoves. Yeah, totally. Um, she's washing dishes. Other pearls. Oh no! <laughs> so, so we get back to Melbourne. We get it fixed and properly set and everything like that. Uh, and then I don't know what happened. She needed to do something to it, but she, she was pregnant. We were pregnant with Alexander. For some reason, it ended up in an envelope because she needed to go and take it somewhere to get it fixed. Yeah. The night that she was having, the, in the lead up, the two nights before she went into labour, she got really nesty, like cleaning right. and building. Like we bought oh, this, no. we bought this baby change she's table again. that she's building at four o'clock in the morning and stuff. And then she goes on this cleaning rampage and just starts throwing shit away and old stuff and stuff. And she threw the ring away. So also cleaners. Yeah. Except she was the cleaner. Yeah. And we wow. never, but she didn't realise till like. Yeah. You know, uh, months after. Oh and, then no. it, and then we were looking at stuff and it just wasn't anywhere. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's my. We actually got married. Yeah, you did. I yeah. remember I was there. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. On the hot. I, yeah. My just, daughter ran up to you in the middle of the service. That's right. The yeah. second daughter, yeah. Millie. You didn't have a third then? No, no, no. I only had two. Yeah. And I, we were picking marriage dates and I'm like, I don't want to get married when it's hot. I don't want to be wearing a suit when it's stinking hot. So it's like, let's get married in April. April's great. Anyway, that week was the hottest <laughs> week hottest on, April on record. record. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it, we were getting married and it was like 33 degrees and everyone's in suits fucking sweating like pigs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Rach, Rebecca McBean was banging on the church door. No! Yeah, no! Go! 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 Don't do it! Go! And then um, it's the wrong church. Jason, marriage <laughs> proposal. Uh, well, uh, my partner and I had a long... Again, we had a kid before marriage and one you after. Uh, so... Um, when uh, one day I just thought, you know what? I think I'm going to do it today. Yeah. So uh, I uh, I woke up and uh, I went over to Sam's mum's place. Uh, her dad's up in Sydney. Uh, so I went up to Sam's mum's place and I, I did the whole asking. I oh, did it as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys. And yeah. she, uh, she flipped out. And, uh, did you have uh, to kick her in the stomach? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> right, yeah, I just do that it's anytime tradition. I see her. Oh, okay. Right. Fucking mother-in-law. <laughs> Kick her in the belly. No, she's lovely, and uh, and so I did that. And then uh, Sam and I had a have a long tradition in our relationship of you know those black and white photo booths. I sure do. Yeah, um, yeah. So bloody love them. Yeah. So we have a long tradition in and whenever we see one, we get we get photos done. Nice. Um, and so I thought I would use that medium to ah, propose. Nice. So I went and got a nice engagement ring that morning. Again, the best I could afford at that time. Uh, and then I found a, two, uh, a black and white photo booth. And, uh, and so there were four pictures on each uh, strip. Yep. Right? Uh, and, uh, and so I went in the booth and I, got, uh, I, I took two strips of photos. And then I took those photos to uh, Sam at the end of the day. I was picking her up from school. Uh, at the end uh, of the day. So she kind of came out from school. I met her there and I couldn't wait to do it. Like I was like, all right, like now's the time. Uh, There wasn't too many people around. It wasn't like the end of school time. Like it was her end of school. So it was about 4.30. It was a pretty empty spot. And um, so we met under a, 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 on the footpath under a tree. It was a lovely little garden. And I went, well, this is good. So I handed her, I said, oh, look, I got some photos done today. And when you're trying to pull um, them out of your pocket, did, she just, did you start having sex? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, it just That's happens. A, <laughs> it just happens all the time. <sighs> 
Uh, and so, uh, and she went, oh yeah. So the first, I handed her both strips with the first strip on top. And the first photo was me kind of smiling. And the second photo, photo was me thinking, like with my hand <laughs> on my chin. Yeah. And the third photo was me like having an idea, like pointing upwards, like idea style. And then the fourth photo was me bending forward. So ah. you just saw the top of my head. And I went, oh, have a look at the second strip. And the second strip was me holding signs that said, will you marry me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the strip. Good nice. use of four panels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucky. All that and comic book training. Yeah. yeah. You knew yeah. how to use your panels wisely. Nice. And Tension. so, uh, yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it went down pretty well. Yeah. Guys. It's it went down pretty well. Uh, and so, yeah, so that was, that was how I did it. A nice little kooky way. Nice. Uh, Still using the it. kook to achieve his goals. Yeah. And I remember the day of your wedding. Yes. Fucking pouring, cloudy, yeah, cold, and shitty, sh- shitty day. Just and then, What are we going to do? Yeah. Contingency plans and stuff. And then time of the wedding, it was like the Simpsons Sun. or something. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it was Clouds insane. part, Classic sun comes theory. out. Girim does it again. <laughs> scrapes it across the line. Dude's like a cat. <laughs> uh, there are other questions here, but we might save them for another Part three, time. Which we're going to record right now. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Uh, but uh, th- we hope you've enjoyed uh, us uh, doing a How About Reminisce over the past. Getting to know the How About This yeah. podcasting about this family. Is- uh, uh, we apologise if we didn't get to your question uh, Oh, Matt Powell's question First kisses uh, Matt Powell was yes Rick and Carl Wimmer was the first time you kissed Jason and each other We have kissed Many times On stage So many times on stage, on stage But even off stage there was uh, a period was, of drug taking Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, ex- the, the ecstasy years The ecstasy years And i got to say And sorry, no offence to you Jason But if you get the chance to kiss Rick His lips he are like the, fucking pillows from heaven He's got the <laughs> softest lips <laughs> Oh ever. my god If you could make them life size You could just like be the best bed you've ever had. <laughs> Any chance you get? Kiss, kiss him. Ring. Yeah. Kiss him. Just not on New Year's when I'm in year eight. It won't go well. <laughs> it will go terribly. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, catch up with you soon. Bye. Good night, Bria. Night, Bria. Bria Bacal. Oh. <sighs> Come on. That's three. That's three. Yeah. Though. Yeah.